0: Hey, thank you for listening to the Reclaim Media Weekly Podcast. To stay up to date with all of our blogs, our podcasts, and our YouTube videos, you can subscribe on our website, reclaim.media. Now enjoy this message. Last week we talked about how God can change your story. Today I want to talk about your next chapter. When God finally restores us and brings us into a new life, what do we call to next? What's the next step that we must take? In the book of Esther, we see a story where God finds somebody, restores them, but uses that restoration so that they can make a big difference with God's people. In the book of Esther, chapter 2, verse 5 through 11, it says, And Mordecai had brought up Hadassah, that is, Esther, his uncle's daughter, for she had neither father nor mother. The young woman was lovely and beautiful. When her father and mother died, Mordecai took her as his own daughter. So it was when the king's command and decree were heard, and many young women were gathered at Shusham, the citadel, under the custody of Haggai, that Esther also was taken to the king's palace into the care of Haggai, the custodian of the women. Now the young woman pleased him, and she obtained his favor. So he readily gave beauty preparations to her, besides her allowance. Then seven choice maidservants were provided for her from the king's palace, and he moved her and her maidservants to the best place in the house of the women. Esther had not revealed her people or her family, for Mordecai had charged her not to reveal it. And every day Mordecai placed in front of the court of the women's quarters to learn of Esther's welfare and what was happening to her. So what happened in the story in the book of Esther is Queen Vashti had dishonored the king. And because of this, she was basically thrown out. And now the king was looking for a new queen. And we see that Esther in this story is now in a position to obtain the favor of the king. To, be, to hopefully become queen. Now, Esther's story, her background is, is not an easy background. In fact, it was her distant family who were captives in Babylon. Her father and her mother died, so now she's basically an orphan raised by her cousin Mordecai. So her background, although it's not that great, her background's broken, she needed a lot of restoration in her life, we still see that God's favor was over her life, that God had called her, no matter her background, She was called by God. We see in the end of this story that Esther actually becomes queen. She obtains favor from the Lord and favor from the king, king, and she becomes queen. It's like this this amazing story, once was an orphan with no mother and father, and now is a queen. But this is not the end of her story. This is kind of where it's just beginning. God had, had restored her, he gave her favor, but her favor was not for herself, it was for her people. Now, I want us to remember this, because when we obtain the Lord's favor, when God changes our story, like we we talked about last week, that God can change any story, that God can take a broken person, a boring person, a mediocre person, and He can change them so that we can accomplish His will. But when He gives us this favor, when He gives us this restoration, we need to remember that it's not for us, it's for others as well. So with Esther, you have this story of great restoration, Once being an orphan, now as a queen, God completely showed her favor, changed her life, put her in a new position of honor, where once she did not have that honor, now she's walking in that honor, in that favor. But this is not where Esther's story was supposed to end. Although that's a great sounding story from orphan to queen, this is not where the story had ended. It's really where it just began. Because what we see in the book of Esther, as we continue to read, I would encourage you to read it for yourself. We see that, in this book, they, they they set out a decree because something happens between Mordecai and a man named Haman. Something happens between them and, and Haman basically convinces the king to allow him to go and kill all of the Jews. And so now in this moment, Esther, we, we begin to see why God had really restored Esther's life. Because her restoration and her newfound favor was not for her alone, but for God's people. So we see this in the book of Esther, chapter 4, verse 5 through 16. Then Esther called Hatach, one of the king's eunuchs, whom he had appointed to attend her, and she gave him a command concerning Mordecai to learn what and why this was. So Mordecai was outside of the king's gates mourning what was about to happen to his people. So Hatach went out to Mordecai in the city square that was in front of the king's gates. And Mordecai told him all that had happened to him and the sum of money that Haman had promised to pay into the king's treasuries to destroy the Jews. He also gave him a copy of the written decree for their destruction, which was given at Shushan, that he might show it to Esther and explain it to her, and that he might command her to go in to the king to make supplication to him and plead before him for her people. So Hatach returned and told Esther the words of Mordecai. Then Esther spoke to Hatach and gave him a command from Mordecai. All the king's servants and all the people of the king's provinces know that any man or woman who goes into the inner court of the king who has not been called, he has but one law, put all to death except the one to whom the king holds out the golden scepter that he may live. Yet I myself have not been called to go into the king these 30 days. So they told Mordecai Esther's words. And Mordecai told them to answer Esther. Do not think in your heart that you will escape in the king's palace any more than all the other Jews. For if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place. But you and your father's house will perish. Yet who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Then Esther told them to reply to Mordecai, Go gather all the Jews who are present in Shushan and fast for me, neither eat nor drink for three days, night or day. My maids and I will fast likewise, and I will go to the king, which is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. So now we're beginning to see the story unfold. The reason that God had given Esther this favor, the reason he changed her story, was not just so that she could sit in the comfort of the palace, but so that she can step in and accomplish God's will. Esther is now called into the game. She cannot sit this one out. She cannot let this one pass her by. In fact, if she was to do that, if she were to sit it out and say, Mordecai, I can't handle this. I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to risk it. Then what he says is, if you don't do it, well, it, it'll arise from somewhere else. Deliverance will come from somewhere else. So, basically, saying if you don't if you don't do what God's calling you to do, God's going to ask somebody else to do it, and somebody else will get it done. Now, when I was reading this, I begin to I begin to think about what God has done for me and in my life, and I begin to think, God, I don't want to miss what what you've called me to. God, I don't want to miss my calling, Lord. I don't want it to pass me by, Lord. Use me use my life to help me to to step into what you've called me to no matter the risk no matter no matter what it costs help me to step in to my calling and now this is where esther's at is that she's in a place where she's finally beginning to see why she has received all this favor it was so that she can rescue God's people again our restoration our story our freedom the the, the new thing that God is doing in our lives is not just for us. But it's for others. Our new life in Christ is not so that we could just sit in the comfort of a new life, but it's so that we can go out and accomplish God's will and do what He's called us to do. In Galatians chapter 5, 13, it says, For you brethren, have been called to liberty. Only do not use liberty as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. My freedom is is for others. It's not just for myself. Our liberty, our new life in Christ is not just for us but it is also for others so I want to encourage you today don't just sit in this new life don't sit in the comfort of what you've received although we've been blessed by God he's given he's given us many gifts and a lot of good things it's not just so that we can sit in the comfort of those gifts and the comfort of our restoration but we're called to step out and walk in the calling that God has called us to and what we see in Esther's life is that she found favor not just with the king but with God and because she found favor with God she approaches the throne of this king and he holds out the golden scepter to her and basically asks her Esther is there anything that I can do for you whatever you want you tell me because you have my favor that favor that the king gave to Esther was because of the favor that God had given her first when we walk in God's favor we're put in positions to make a difference we're put in a position to influence to, to make change now when the king asked Esther we see a long story at the end of it all Esther was able to save the Jews because of the position that God had placed her in God will put us in positions that we don't deserve God will put us in places that we have no business being in so that we can accomplish his business in those places Our favor is not for us alone. It's not for our comfort It's not just that we can sit in it. Our favor is so that we can step into places that and make a difference. So don't sit in the comfort of your new life, of your new story, walk into your next chapter and accomplish the will of God for your life. Thanks for listening to the message. If you'd like to help us to continue to create content like this, you can sign up as a supporter on our website reclaim.media/donate. Thank you.